if you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit. Welcome to Say Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I felt really DJ then. This is a podcast. There you go. You sound I quite am DJ. Simon. You are Izzy. Hello. Goodbye. What has been occurring in the world of Izzy? I got a black eye. What? what? Why? I mean, I know why. <laughs> I'm asking on behalf of our listener. <laughs> Because I went up to a man and I grabbed him over both of his arms and tried to take him backwards. Why did you do this? Because I we were doing grab circle, and the man headbutted me in the eye. <laughs> grab circle sounds wrong. I'm sorry, it does. Anything with the word circle, you'll think. I think I think that's true. Actually, coffee circle, mm, book circle. It just sounds like jerk books circle. Paddle. Jerk circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, ask me how I am. How are you? Not telling you. Okay. I was debating whether to do a, a club biscuit reference at the start or uh, just mm. to go trio. 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 Trio, yeah. What is that song? It's Daylight Come and Me Want to Go Home, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that one, yeah. Deo, I believe he probably says. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have a club over a trio or a trio over a club? Trio over a club. Did the trio have biscuit in it? Yes. It was It was three. It was, it was basically... I remember what Imagine a Twix divided into three, so it's like three little squares, or imagine a club divided into three. Yeah. You've got the chocolate, but then you've got a little layer of toffee as well, and the biscuits are slightly lighter biscuit. Also, wasn't the um, toffee a bit runnier? It was, no, oh, it wasn't runny. Oh, it was it was caramel rather than toffee. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't toffee. I'm being stared at by a cat. What do you but want? Each each little each little block had the word trio on it. I don't think they sell them anymore, do they? I've not seen a trio for the longest time, is it? For the how long? The, the longest. Gongus, the gongest. Oh, yeah, I feel really gungy. You are. I'm gonna make but you were like this of... yesterday and you said you didn't feel gungy, so I don't know what to believe. Uh, off mic, I will try and sort this out. Ooh, you should leave that in. I really should not leave that in at all. Anyway, we are playing a podcast about opposites, so Jamie wants to know, what is the opposite of a koala? Now, Ooh. here's an interesting fact. They are not called koala bears. No, they're called drop bears and they're going to attack you. Do they drop on you? Have you not heard of drop bears? What? If you ever go to Australia and they tell you about drop bears, they're lying, lying Oh, I gits. see. Is most of all the terrifying like fauna no. In, no, no, no. in Australia a lie? <laughs> no, no, they're all real. <laughs> there's no good reason for me to go to Australia. Like, your giant spiders might just drop on your face. Yeah, but the giant ones aren't dangerous. It's the little black ones. Called, they're um, terrifying, though. They're not terrifying. They kill you really You'd quickly. be all right with a massive hand-sized spider dropping on your oh, face. Oh, no, I've had... I, I remember an early childhood memory is sitting on the lawn in, in Brisbane and one of the spiders, its legs from front to back were the same length as my leg. Maybe a dingo ate your baby. Maybe it did. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't listening to your terrifying story. Okay. Because um, the cat is sat with her nose about half a centimetre from the door and she doesn't want to go out. I, I'd say that koalas are more rapey than ducks. Are they? Yeah. Oh, no, koalas are really bad because they've got such... If you, have you ever seen a koala's brain? 
No. You know how normal brains have got folds in? Yes. Koala's brains are almost completely smooth. Oh, so they're tiny brains, even They're brain really, standards. really stupid, yeah. And it's because they eat eucalyptus, which has got virtually no nutritional value. Yeah, and it constantly makes them high, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, so that's why they sleep so long as well. They've just got no ability to do anything other than eat eucalyptus. But um, they've got very long claws. They're quite heavy as well. Yeah, my first experience of a koala was, uh, was very little my mum had already had very little a, a stuffed teddy bear koala since she was tiny she's still around somewhere so well, she's that, still tiny as well it, it, well yeah um i don't know what my point is what am i talking about is he that it, 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 it it's terrifying to a certain extent they're not particularly cute i mean they're not uncute but they're not cute in a way you think they are they're all pretty cute looking they've got big noses i mean they're not like a quokka a quokka's really cute but, um, I mean, I think the opposite of a koala is the drop bear. So that's because it doesn't exist and it's a lie. Do tell me what a drop bar bear is, though. A drop bar. It is a bar of trios that you leave Trio. on the bed. Basically, it's some BS that Australians make up. It's the idea that I think the idea is that... Um, when koalas touch the ground, they turn into drop bears, which basically have fangs which are poisonous, and they can—they're predatory and carnivorous, and they'll attack. Um, and so they dress like you know people up in all of this sort of like army gear and hand them a koala and say, "Just don't anger it. It's quite chill now, <laughs> but any moment it will go for your neck." That's quite like funny. a jackalope. You know, it's one of those sort of you know imaginary animals. I imagined when you first said it that they just fell from the sky and landed on your face. Well, yeah, they couldn't do that, Simon. That's how it. Okay. But yeah, right. But the um, but and it's a huntsman spider. The thing that you missed was me sat on the lawn next to a huntsman spider. Yeah. And its legs were the same length as my leg. Oh God, God, yeah. that's terrible. I mean, both of them. So with the thing in the middle, and it was. I wasn't scared of spiders then, but I'm a bit scared of them. <laughs> so Jamie, the opposite of a koala is a drop bear. Hannah wants to know. Now, I think this is a reference to something. What is the opposite of horse poo? No. What might that be a reference to? That might be a reference to my book, The Unstoppable Letty Peg. Ah, it's a good book. You can read it. Yeah, there's a lot of horse poo in it. You don't necessarily have to read it. Just buy it. Well, exactly, yeah. No, that would be ideal. (laughs) (laughs) Buy several copies. I did have a message from Stephanie this morning saying, oh, I bought your book, but I've actually just bought it again on Kindle because I like to use my Kindle. (laughs) Nice. That is a good thing to do. Everyone should do do that. that. Buy two copies of the book. Exactly. Or three, you know. Ten, a million. Buy a million copies of the book. That's what That'd John, be expensive. Donald Trump Jr. did, didn't he? He got a, a... Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. got a Republican pack to buy his book by yeah. the thousands so it would get into the top ten. How pathetic is that? You just wish you could do that. That's that's well, no, no, I don't, to be honest. <laughs> like I would just then have thousands of copies of my own books. And that would well, just be depressing. Well, if you downloaded them, it'd be fine. Well, you'd have to have thousands of Amazon accounts. Yeah, imagine having thousands of Amazon accounts. Yeah, exactly. You could you could watch everything on Prime at once. I mean, this the answer to the question is quite easy, because horse poo and horse manure used to be a huge problem, particularly in Victorian London. And the answer to it was the car. Ah. So it'll be... 
um, emissions, CO2 emissions, car exhausts, that sort of thing. Okay, why now? I know the answer to this. He says. Do like, you? Well, yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why, why was horse poo such a big problem? Well, because you got lots of traffic, mm. didn't you? Yeah, horse and traffic in London. They mm. shit everywhere, and there's no unless you have people going around to pick it up. It stays in the road. Were, were there so you no had a lot of people? people there were people going around. Job. Yes. Right. But that was not a very well paid job, and during busy rush hours, it was difficult to get to the places to you know pick it all up. So what did they do with it once it was all picked up? Put it in roses. Did they? Is there lots roses. of roses in Victorian times? I'm not 100 sure what they did. They must have taken it, um, you know, either to the <laughs> Thames and dumped it. I was going to say, I bet they put it in the Thames. Yeah, <laughs> of course, that's what they did. <laughs> Well, well maybe not tips. because there's too much of it. I mean, hang on, there's like it's well, several hundred thousand tons. Well, well, there's mo- way more been. than human poo. Yeah, yeah. Think about the Avril Hall stump and think about the Avril. Avril I, I know dump. what they did with it. They put it in a massive pile, and now it's Muswell Hill. Mm, there's no roses on Muswell Hill though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you on. googling what did they do with horse poo? Yeah. In Victorian times, the streets of London were beginning to poison its people. The problem came uh, to a head when, in 1894, the Times newspaper predicted, "In 50 years, every street of London will be buried under nine feet of manure." <laughs> this became known as the Great Horse Manure Crisis. <laughs> See, but it was a, it was a huge issue. I don't know what they did with it. it doesn't say. It's something I remember talking about it at school with because I had to do a, you know in the debating team. I had to say you know cars everybody should have them, and this is one of my arguments. Anyway, so we have basically worked out, Hannah, that the opposite of horse poo is a car exhaust. Well, car emissions or an exhaust. Yeah, emissions. Oh, I, suppose, oh, yeah. I suppose a car exhaust is the opposite for horses' anus. Oh, I know what I should have talked about when we did the intro and my black eye was the Troy thing I did. Oh yeah, tell us about the Troy thing. Yes, yeah, that was good. Well, unless we can work it into the opposite of the next thing. I don't know what the... Is the next thing Sparta? Uh, no. <laughs> the next thing is Joe wants to know the opposite of tea, Earl Grey, hot, which is oh, nearly nice. a bit like Troy. It is. Uh, the answer to that, by the way, is Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. I disagree. For one really? very specific reason, we've done the opposite. We've already done it. Damn it. Um, but <laughs> I know what the opposite is of it, what? but we'll come back to that. The opposite of a pangalactic gargle blaster is a plastic cup filled with a liquid that's almost, but not quite, but not entirely, quite entirely, entirely unlike, tea. unlike tea. Yeah, Which you can see why yes. T.L. Grey Hot made me think of it. Uh, of course. Um, it would be, oh, interesting. A slice of lemon wrapped round a gold brick. Anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, uh, Troy is yep. a film is which a film. we did at the we did behind the screens at the British Museum, which is really interesting because it's an all female panel. Yeah, completely acted at, just because they have me and the curators all happened to be. It wasn't like a deliberate like, hey, we're gonna be really bright on. Yeah, it was just like, oh my still god, still amazingly cool. brilliant. It should happen know, absolutely right. much more often than it does. Yeah. Anyway, so um, and we were looking at all the things that were wrong. In the Troy film, and not just that Brian Cox was channeling Brian Blessed the entire time. <laughs> so we watched Troy, and then we 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 discussed its merits. Right, and what did you conclude? <laughs> it was quite good, actually, Completely historically. Inaccurate. No, not completely. Oh. Some of the loads of the shots and the props and that sort of thing were contemporary to the Bronze Age. Quite a few were Hellenistic and a bit too, you know, late. 
um, and quite a few were a bit random. But it was quite the actual shot. If you look at Troy, that's how Troy would have looked, which Ooh. is pretty cool. If you looked at Sparta, no, Sparta was landlocked and not um, a port, and certainly not. Well, no, it was a port, but it wasn't on the coast, and it certainly wasn't halfway up a cliff. Because although Spartans are tough, Simon, yeah. they don't like to get massive barrels and climb up a cliff with them. They're also scared of heights. They're not scared of anything, they're Spartans. I, I reckon that whole Spartan thing is a load of rubbish. They were just, they were just like toxic men on Twitter going well, on about how were. madly they are. They were like that, but that's the point of Sparks. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, shall, I, shall I tell you what I think is the opposite of T.L. Grey Hot? Yeah. Ractagino. Oh, is that's, that what? That's exactly what um, they all have on DS9, isn't it? Yeah. They have, uh, and they have. What's the name of that um, Klingon stuff with the um, worms? Gach. Rach. Gach. Yeah. Like Gach. Gach. Um, so Ratchadino is Klingon coffee. I don't know what difference it is to actual coffee. Who's Klingon? It's, it's probably got honour. You probably have to slay something yeah. before you're allowed to You probably have to get headbutted by Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you'd be allowed it then. Is that what you're I saying? You deserve a Ractagino. I'm going to make myself a Ractagino in a minute. I've got, um yeah. I've also got Makakomi'd by Phil. It was quite a violent session. It was quite What's fun. Makakomi? That sounds like Makakomi. a really rich Colombian So I grabbed coffee. him... And instead of him trying to get me off him, he grabbed me back mm-hmm. and then he threw us both at the floor so that he landed on me. <laughs> oh, God. I, why do you do these things? I don't know. I don't know. It's really fun, though, but it's really horrible. But it's really fun. Well, is it? You yes. described it at your book launch as being thrown at a planet. We don't punch people with our fists. We, we punch them with the planet. <laughs> Because the planet is harder than my fist. <laughs> I can throw somebody at the floor a lot harder than I can punch him. I do punch them, though. I did hit Sam in the mouth. Anyway. Yeah, see, it's just violent. I don't agree with violence. I, I vehemently disagree with violence to the point where it turns into fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so we say Ractagino is this our I think so, that makes sense. Okay. Joe, the opposite of T Earl Grey Hot is Ractagino. Therefore this week we have worked out the opposite of a koala is a drop bear. The opposite of horse poo is car exhaust emissions. And at the opposite T Earl Grey Hot is Ractagino. You've already done it, but you may plug your other podcasts and books. Well, the British Museum Membercast came out like this week, so you should listen to that. that That's about it's about Roman Britain. Well, it's quite interesting. It's actually pretty much a sort of like summary of Brexit. But oh, interesting. (laughs) We're gonna be hey guys, we're gonna be all right for twenty years, and the Anglo Saxons are gonna invade, and we're fucked. Anyway, like what past is prologue. Anyway, so uh, there's that. There is Deadless, Deadless, which will have a um, an episode coming out hopefully in March. And also, what else do I do? So I'm the, the book. The book. Oh, mem- oh, the making the, history the, stuff yeah. that you can listen on BBC Sounds. And yeah, the unstoppable Letty Peg. Buy one or two for yourself and friends. Definitely do that. We'll be back next week. Do you know why? I don't know why. It's a really existential question. Yeah, no, we'll be back. Well, will we? I don't know. We'll find out. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. Hello. (laughs) 